is like our theme for the month. So you all are working on balance um, on some of your assignments and some of your content that you're creating. Um, so that will be something that we are consistently looking at and talking about. Just, can I get a few volunteers? You know, I like volunteers to keep the conversation going, um, but can we get a few volunteers on what we talked about last time and what stood out to us last time? One of the biggest things that I definitely took away from last week's meeting was our, like trying to figure out your work-life balance and sort of um, creating a schedule to get that in tuned and just getting that set up for yourself so that you're able to consistently work throughout a week or throughout the day to just um, do things properly and have the time available for it. Cool. Okay. Okay. We'll move on. Don't worry. So things to think about, right? I'm going to go over it real quick with you all. I wanted you to come back with different things that kept you balanced in your life right? Think about what are those things that keep you balanced in your life? What make you happy? What are things that stand out? I know I do remember this one. We talked about gaming a little bit that helped. Um, maybe that was one that Demetria remembered as well. But thinking about things that keep you focused, keep you excited, keep you motivated to continue that, um, and that's what we're going to talk a little bit about today. We're going to talk about emotional balance. How many of you all feel like sometimes things happen and it kind of deters you or derails you from things that you're interested in? Let's just do a quick show of hands. What does that look like for you all? Can anyone give like brief example? Um, I have an example. So, um with um college since i do illustration as a major um sometimes like like it's weird because it's like a cross between like what i want to do as a career but it's also a hobby and sometimes like if i'm doing a project that i have like no interest in it can definitely feel like um like i have no motivation for it definitely no I, I completely understand that. I feel you on that stuff. Sometimes there's some client projects where it's like, I don't feel motivated in there at all. I, I relate to that. Who else relates to that show of hands? Anyone? Motivation? Okay. Interest? Cool. Let's talk a little bit about how to bring both those worlds together, right? So I think one thing as a creative and as someone working in this space, you'll deal with a lot of times of trying to find motivation, right? And that can be really tough if you're not interested in the day. Um, but one of the things that I've done, and not saying this will work for all of you, but you can start to figure out your own process on how to make that work. I know for me, when I think of emotional balance, I think of what affects me on a day-to-day -day and how do I let that affect me in my day-to-day. -day. So sometimes that could be, I was trying to go to Starbucks and they didn't have my drink that I was looking for and that has thrown off my day, right? Or maybe that means someone says something to me and it took my mind to a completely different area. And I wasted five, 10 minutes thinking about that when I was trying to finish a project done that's supposed to be done at 9.30 for you all, right? 
those things happen to all of us on a natural day-to-day basis. But how do we stay focused is what I want us to talk about in that space, right? Because emotions are a real thing, right? Everybody knows emotions can be a real thing and it can deter you. It can make you happy. It can make you sad. It can lead to some depression or some depressive states of life. But it's based on sometimes us on how can we let the smaller things not deter you? And how can you identify what some of those smaller things are that do deter you, but you may not be so focused on it that you realize, oh, this is the reason why I'm actually not excited about this project. It's not the project. It's because of what I went through the first few hours of my day. Or sometimes it can be the project. And then you can say, you know what, what's a way that I can dig deeper and tie this back to something that I'm really interested in? So when we talk about focus, let's think about it. And I'll make it really simple for us because we all have a dream career we want to get to, right? Everyone has a dream career, correct? Right? We all have a dream career. Cool. So if my dream career is to be, let's just say, get someone give me an example of their dream career. I just want to go off of the example so I can try to break this down. Um, I see a smirk. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Maria. You was going to say something. Because you already know. Um, well, I said this from the beginning. I would love to work for complex um complex networks for sure cool. doing what joe lapuma is doing okay perfect so if y'all don't know joe lapuma joe lapuma does the sneaker talks he goes shopping with celebrities and talks about their life which is actually one of my favorite things that was on complex or that is still on complex so this is perfect we're going to go through a real life example and i'm going to talk about maria a little bit because we literally just went through this. So let's talk about emotional balance, right? Let's just say, you know what? She started off the internship and this internship kind of helped her, but also deterred her a little bit um, because there were some creative differences of understanding what she wanted to work on, right? So if she wants to work on complex, complex is where she's focused, right? So For all of you all, what is your dream career? That's what you're focused on obtaining and going after. Now, the things that happen in your day-to-day are the things that will affect it emotionally. So let's say you get some feedback on something that you created in the internship, but you still want to be focused on your dream career. Based on that feedback, one thing that happens sometimes with feedback is we take it personally, right? Especially at the beginning stages of it. That's a space where we can understand it and ask some of those questions to say, hey, am I taking this feedback personally because I'm so invested into this idea or am I taking this feedback personally because, you know, I think what they said is kind of offensive to who I am as a person, right? So is it focused on the idea or is it focused on me as the person? Those are two things that you always want to understand, especially from a creative standpoint. How can I look at the feedback? If it has nothing to do with me personally and it's focused on the idea, that's a space where you can practice on removing your connection emotionally from that idea, right? It has nothing to do sometimes with you as a person, but it has to do with the idea maybe not fitting into the bigger picture of the projects that are coming along. 
So what you can do in that instance is ask questions, right? You can ask questions to say, hey, can you let me know why this doesn't fit into the bigger scheme of things? This was my understanding of it, of the project that you assigned to me. And you're telling me it doesn't fit, but I feel like it does fit. That's where you have a dialogue and you have an understanding of how to move forward in that. Does that all make sense to everyone? So that's the first part of it is kind of detaching sometimes your understanding of does it have to do with me or does it have to do with the specific idea? If it has to do with you, that's another conversation that maybe you have on the side, right? Maybe that's not a group conversation, but that's a conversation to say, you know what? Hey, Mo, and we'll just use me as an example. Hey, Mo, I feel like you offended me in this space because of your feedback. And it had nothing to do with the project idea, but it had to do with who I am as a person, right? That's the dialogue that you should have, be able to have. It's going to be a little uncomfortable, but it's good for you all to have that because maybe the person didn't mean it that way. And maybe the person also might have had a bad day and they're bringing in their frustration into the group setting, which they should not be doing. But sometimes we're all humans that can naturally happen. So those are things to think about. Um, the other thing I want us to think about is what happens when you come to someone and we talk about what keeps you upright, right? So maybe it's a family member, maybe it's a friend, maybe it's a person that you really admire, maybe it's a mentor. What happens when you give them your idea of, hey, you know what, I really want to work at Complex and they kind of tear that down, right? For you, that emotionally affects you. Right. And that makes you not feel the best about that idea. And that can be very hard. And those emotions are real. And there's a complete understanding of that. But what can we do is we can help to understand us individually. Right. So one thing we talked about last week was always tying it back to who you are as a person and what you want to accomplish. So if I understand that, hey, my goal is to always work at Complex, and that's something that in my quiet time, in my time with myself, for me, I would say in my prayer or my meditation time, that's something that I've consistently seen as a vision when I close my eyes and I understand what I want to do. I always go back to that moment, right, to reassure myself, especially if it's coming from someone that's inside my close group of friends. Does that all make sense? But making sure that you ultimately are the one that's reassuring yourself because that is where your ideas and things of that nature come from, rather than having it be dependent on somebody else. I think those are things that I've learned throughout the years where what dim events, I had this idea for since 2013 when I was at DePaul, right? And some of you go to DePaul, but let's just say in college, it doesn't matter what school it was. Where I, I had this idea since I was in college. And most people who started that ride with me are not here today as it continues to grow and other students across the world. And most people didn't understand that. But what I tied back to is the reassurance of myself during my quiet meditation and prayer time that I was realigned in that. For me, that was God. For you all, that might be the universe. That might be just you speaking it into fruition, right? So whatever that looks like for you, reassure it with your internal being first. And that's where all those ideas should come from because not everybody is gonna clearly understand the vision and the understanding of what you wanna accomplish and create in your life. Does that all make sense? Everybody got that? Feel good about that? Make sure, reassure yourself.
Don't let other people deter you because nobody truly understands what you're supposed to accomplish. And if you want a, a reassurance of this, listen to any of your celeb your favorite celebrity interviews, right? They always talk about doing something on their own. People didn't believe in them and then they created something and now they're a big superstar or whatever that might be. Take that same example and apply it directly to your life. So whatever you fully believe in, move forward in that. And that's something where emotionally it can be very tough. But like we said, the focus on balance is weighing it in specific situations. You're not always going to be fully balanced, but you have to weigh it in specific situations that you're dealing with on a day-to-day -day basis. So making sure that you detach sometimes from that emotion and say, why is this happening to me? Or why did this person give me this information? Or why, how am I taking this feedback? And sometimes you got to ask questions, right? It's going to feel a little bit uncomfortable, but for you, it'll help ultimately to see that am I sometimes coming up with this narrative in myself, which that can happen a lot of the times where I've come up with things where it's like, oh, they don't like me because of X, Y, and Z. And then I've had an uncomfortable conversation with someone and it hasn't even been that. They might've just been dealing with something on their day-to-day or maybe they thought I didn't like them. And there was a clash of just us coming up with our own false narratives that never connected us in a working relationship type space. Does that all make sense? So always think about that. What I would like you all to do, because we're coming up on our time, is to focus in on a situation where you might've felt unbalanced emotionally and how that affected your day-to-day -day. And really analyze that situation to say, was someone in that space affecting my emotional balance or was I personally affecting that emotional balance? And why was I, why was that happen? Analyze a specific situation where you felt emotionally imbalanced and understand why did you feel that way? Because a lot of the times, once you understand the why, if it comes from an outside source of someone who maybe deterred you away from your dream and now you've taken that anger out on everyone else for the rest of the day, which I have done that plenty of times, right? I'm sure we all can say we've done something similar to that. We don't have to raise our hands on that, but we can internally say, yeah, I've probably done something like that. Um, we can analyze that and say, all right, because I know this happened, I don't need to talk to this person before I go into sharing my, uh, and before I go into a creative process or trying to create something or try to create an idea or try to build my company up, right? Go into it and analyze why is this happening? And then you start to figure out where do you set boundaries in those spaces, right? How do you create a space where you can consistently create ideas, but you set boundaries within it? So last example, and then I'll let you all go into breakout rooms. I want you to share this with someone. But a thing that I've always realized and seen in our day-to-day, -day, as far as the work that we've done, is sometimes we go back to saying, hey, I don't always see a direct correlation to being able to create on a consistent basis because of emotions or people or things that I might have lacked interest in. Going back to your dream career. If you know your dream career is to work at Complex, take an idea that they've done at Complex and apply it to your day-to-day -day work. So if that means, you know what, I'm working with a client that's in healthcare, but 
I don't want to work in healthcare. I want to work in the sneaker industry and show all these cool sneakers. Then what you can do in that is say, you know what? On Joe LaPuma's show or in the space that I want to work on, they really focus in on telling people's story. So what am I going to do? I'm going to practice how to tell someone's story, but I'm going to apply that to healthcare. It might not be my dream job, but I'm focused on getting to that point of where I can tell anybody's story and then I can easily switch that over to a sneaker industry or a celebrity or whatever that might be. So focus on what's the ultimate goal, right? Because if your ultimate goal is to storytell, right? That's the ultimate goal, but it just looks different in your current situation. So if you're working with a healthcare company, I still need to practice and know how to storytell but it's not where I want to be right now, but I'm building up the tools and the skill set on how to storytell. Does that all make sense? All right.